We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we're at FLA Live Arena. Get a little Panthers hockey tonight. Randy Moeller is going to join us this hour. Going to get some headlines here with Solana. First, I'll give you the stock market report. Sponsored by Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Dow Jones up 343 points today, a little over a percent. S&P 500 up 30 points. And the NASDAQ up three-quarters of a percent, up 83 points. So you made a little money in your portfolio today. Yes. You take it right to... Your little Cuban restaurant, get yourself some roach tostadas. <laughs> Good to go. Oh, I got taken advantage of. Um, let's do, because we just did cat talk with Plagans, and we're going to do it again with Moeller. Uh, but give me the official cat talk music, Solana. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. And we are here at FLA Live Arena. You can listen to tonight's game right here on 560 WQAM. Doug Plagans, Billy Lindsay will have the call. You can come out, watch some live hockey here in Sunrise. Nice night in South Florida for some hockey. And one other reminder, the trade deadline is tomorrow at 3 p.m. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. You're drinking the Limited edition Coca-Cola flavor there. What is it? It's called Move. Move. Like vanilla. Mm. I like vanilla Coke. But it's, yeah, it's weird. It's other mm. flavors in there, yeah. Like All the little specialty Coca-Cola flavors for me have been a no-go so far. This one's a no-go. I liked the, the what I have last time, the fruitcake something. That yeah. was better. This is not Marshmallow, good. the DJ, he had a flavor. That was no good. No, None of them have been. No. There's Starlight, Coca-Cola Starlight. That didn't do anything for They're me. They're always on sale, though. Um, well, they're just not working. They're going to get me. Let's uh, let's get headlines here. Headlines with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. Tonight, big game for the University of Miami women's basketball team. ACC tournament. The Canes are the sixth seed. They'll play number 11, Boston College, 8 p.m. tip-off. Yep, very excited. A little ACC tournament action. The uh, women's team tonight, men's team will finish up their season Saturday. Then they'll get some ACC tournament action. So we are getting to March Madness time. Come on, Coach L. Just upon us. And Katie. Uh, Yeah, they're both both going to end up in the tournament. Yep. Yes. 
For our spring training fans, Los Marlins, they tied with the Washington Nationals 5-5. to You could tie in spring training, I just learned. Yes, that is uh, that is true, and it is, you know, it's enough already. It's spring training, it's hot, uh, it's enough. 5-5 five, five is fine, plenty of runs, we learned about the teams. It's enough, we'll, we'll go home. <laughs> You're hot. It's enough. Not even playing, huh? Yeah, it's enough. Um, I've been updating you on the Copa del Rey semifinal, leg one of two, and it's the Clásico, Real Madrid-Barcelona, halftime right now, nil-nil. Okay. Uh, just a couple quick notes around the league. So the latest report on LeBron James, we know he uh, he left a game early a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago, I should say. He said on the floor that he heard a pop in his ankle or in his foot. Uh, but the latest report is that he will not require surgery. All right, good news. Yeah. And yesterday, Kevin Durant made his son's debut. The Suns beat the Charlotte Hornets in Charlotte in his debut. Kevin Durant, 26 minutes. He had 23 points, 10 of 15 shooting, six rebounds, two blocks. Yeah, I've changed my mind. Phoenix is going to win the NBA championship. <laughs> There's no question I was silly to ever consider Dallas, even Milwaukee. No one's beaten that Phoenix team. <laughs> I watched the highlights, and I'm like, damn, this team's good. Yeah. They're not going to show the struggles on the highlights. <laughs> Man, I mean, they, they did look good. Kevin Durant looked good. Like, they're uh... – they're good. And when they win, we're still going to question him. Yes, we will, because he went to an already good team. Yep. Um, the Miami Heat, they did lose 119-96 to to the Sixers yesterday. They host the Knicks tomorrow. So the Knicks beat the Nets yesterday, blew them out, and it was an impressive win by New York. They've won seven straight, one of the hottest teams in the league. Uh, I know the Heat lost yesterday. Everybody's bummed about it. But the good news in a weird way, the Knicks won. They beat the Nets, so Miami doesn't lose any ground trying to catch the Nets right now. They're the sixth seed. Um, somebody texts in that you have that soccer score wrong. Do I? Yeah, and I they mean, say I'm, you're an idiot. I mean, I can't argue that, but I'm just following along on Google because we don't have the channel here. I can't watch it live. And, I mean, I could show you a picture. Google says nil-nil, Real Madrid, Barcelona. All right. And that the you know, second just, half just started. Thinking about the Knicks now that, that they've oh one Barcelona second half, you idiot. It's not very nice. I mean, do oh, you want look me to at that. We're you? getting some. Uh, we're getting some of the Panthers. Uh, is this Star Wars uh, merchandise delivered to us? Oh, look at this. Oh, hey, Solana. Let me hold this up to the. Uh, let me hold this up to the camera here, Solana. Thank you. Look oh. at this. Oh, that's badass. That is badass, isn't that? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's going in my rotation. So do these uh, are these being sold tonight in the Pantherland store? Ah, a little ticket package. So if you got your uh, Star Wars night ticket package, you're going to get one of these. But if you, if you don't have that ticket package, you come to the game tonight, it is Star Wars night. I've been here for a Star Wars night before. It's all Star Wars themed. There's a couple Star Wars drinks at the bar that I saw. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a fun night. Somebody's walking around with a little Yoda on their shoulder. You remember last year, I don't know if you were in the suite with us. Were you here last year? Uh, Barry, my old college roommate, came dressed as Darth Maul. You remember? I was here. You were here, remember? Yes. He had the whole face paint. <laughs> and was, he blamed it on his daughter. Yeah, he said that she was yeah. taking a face painting class. <laughs> well, these are cool. Thank you. We appreciate this. This is awesome. Very nice. 
Uh, let's do 15 minutes of heat, uh, Solana, because you were just talking about the the heat, and we were trying to get the Barcelona score. Do you have an update on that by any chance? No, I mean, the uh, the texter's right. Um, I just looked it up on Twitter. Barcelona leads 1-0, but I sent you a picture of Google. I, I just like to vindicate myself really quickly. Google. I, I believe you. Yeah, Google has it at nil-nil, but I just looked up on Twitter, and yeah, there was an own goal. And Barcelona leads one nil. But again, like I, I can, I'll, I'll hold up the score right here on Google, and it says nil nil. It is all about you, not about getting the score right. I, and, no, uh, no, it's not all about me. But <laughs> I, I mean, I have limited resources. We don't have the channel, and listen, I'm following along a lot on Google. Of, a lot of yammering going on here. No big deal. Barcelona's up one nil. No big deal. Randy Moeller's coming over now too. Let's get through 15 <laughs> minutes of heat here, so we can talk with Moeller. Um, so play this sound, Solana. You have sound from Eric Spolstra last night. We talked extensively in the 2 o'clock hour about the Heat. Play the sound. This is Eric Spolstra post-game last night. Tough loss for the Heat. I do believe that there uh, just has to be a, a mindset shift uh, to be able to sustain uh, a game that can win night in, night out. Um, and we've shown that we can be you know, the very best against anybody, anywhere. Uh, and then we also have shown this. And it might not just be this. It might be a, a, a poorly played uh, game, you know, not to our identity where we've had some tough losses. We haven't had many of these kind of losses, uh, but it's it's a, a sustainability, um, you know, that we have not been able to wrap our, our hands around uh, this season. Um, and that's where we're going to continue uh, to, uh, to work at it uh, until we do. All the answers that we uh, want um, are in that locker room. I mean, he says it right there. All the answers that we want are in that locker room. They're sitting under the locker that has number 55 on it. Oh, goodness. And says Robinson on the nameplate. <laughs> it's right there in the locker room, Spo. Well, there you go. It was a tough one. Did you, what, what was the, uh, what was the vibe on the postgame show after the game? Did that feel like, uh, just everything collapsed. Yeah, because yeah. first of six straight at home. Remember, I told you yesterday, this, in my opinion, this six-game stretch will decide who the Heat play in the playoffs. I really believe that. Are they going to get out of the play-in seed or not? And uh, you started off with a strong first quarter, 38 points, and then you give up 37 in the second, you score 15, and you got outplayed by a team missing the league's leading score in Joel Embiid. That like it it was a crushing loss. It really was. Tommy Tig, all right. He's okay. All yeah, right. He's doing. All right. He's seen it all. Spose spoke about identity. What's the Heat's identity? They're not an offensive. They team. are a schizophrenic team. They, I mean, their identity happens to be they have no identity. Yeah. Because that was a completely different team Monday night than you saw last night. And like you said, Joel Embiid wasn't even out there last night. But who was that? You're ever going to be scared to go into the paint? Be scared when Joel Embiid's out there. Isn't that on Spo? You have the same players. You have I don't the think it is. Huh. I think Spo's you have shown you. Oh, I, I you think, have 15 guys that can beat the best team in the league and then lose to Charlotte. Well, but I think you know any team. Orlando's going to have a win here and there. Detroit's going to have a win here and there. I don't think it's on Spo. I think it is on the players. Be more on the front office than the coaching. Because they have chosen a bunch of players 
based on probably small sample sizes and you're expecting them to perform at the highest level that they're capable of performing while most athletes or anybody in any job, you're going to perform at a super high level for some of the time and then a more moderate level most of the time, unless you're a superstar, but that's rare. So their identity is schizophrenic? A little bit. That kills the pregame speech. Mm. Come on, fellas, let's go out here and be schizophrenic. Let's get it. <laughs> and Udonis Haslam apparently is uh, is not happy with the way his final season in the NBA is going yeah, right now. Yeah, UD said he, he didn't sign up for a 20th season for this. <laughs> I don't think they care. Well, I think uh, I the think team. they're thinking of saying to him, you know what, we agree with you. Uh, we're waving you. We're bringing in Goran Dragic. <laughs> no, how dare you? <laughs> Insulting to your core. Oh, what's his numbers looking like this year? Spokes. Uh, he wears number 40. <laughs> <laughs> By yeah, the I'm way. I'm leave you D alone. That's my friend. <laughs> in, in the pregame show, Spo at the very end, he always does his pregame press conference. At the very end, somebody snuck in the Goran question. Hey, Spo. Goran Dragic is available. He was waived by the Bulls yesterday. Have you thought about bringing in Goran Dragic? And Spo goes, I have not thought about that. And that's it. The press conference ended. Certainly not last night. Uh, All right. Anything else, Solana? Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Call them 24-7 for free consultations, 866-954-MORE. Partly cloudy right now in South Florida. Nice afternoon. Tonight, your lows will be in the 70s. That's your weather. All right, Randy Moeller is going to sit down with us next. We'll talk a little hockey and Star Wars night with him. One of Randy Moeller's favorite places, Delaware Chicken Farm and Seafood Market. That's where you got to go to get all your delicious food. If you have a family dinner, a romantic dinner, you have a tailgate, a watch party, watching the games, you got to get your food from Delaware Chicken Farm and Seafood Market, and they have it all. Family owned and operated since 1951 in the Hollywood, Florida area, giving delicious food to South Floridians, the lamb, the beef, the veal, the pork, the poultry, duck, turkey, the lobster, shrimp, fish, alligator, venison. They have it all. The sides, made in-house daily. They're delicious. The dips, I'm telling you, try the smoked fish dip. You will thank me for that. Get to Delaware Chicken Farm and Seafood Market. Call them in advance, and your order will be packaged ready when you get there. Curbside delivery is available. You don't even have to get out the car. All they want to do is get this delicious food back to whatever you are eating. And if you're not eating Delaware, you are missing out. Get down there. Delaware is located on 441, one block south of Sterling Road. And when y'all I'll get down there. Tell them Crowder sent you. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Somebody uh, texts in. They want to know how your mouth is doing, Solana. You've, uh, you had the gum procedure on Fridays. Today is Tuesday. So how are you feeling? I'm back to 100%. <laughs> Hawk and Crowder. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back at FLA Live Arena in Sunrise, Panthers and Predators tonight. You can hear it on 560 WQAM. You can watch it on Bally Sports Florida. Randy Moeller, our next guest here, NHL stud, broadcast stud. I mean, you got me on this. Uh, you're you're videotaping me or whatever, and I'm looking at at the camera there, and it just all it does make me look fat. No, you look terrific. What are you talking about? Great. And that's the other thing too that I I, I can't believe I'm coming in or whatever. What's this Solano? He he's the king of media now. Oh my God, Solano! You he's, can't avoid every. Him. I can't turn on anything, and I see him on the. Uh, he's on TV. He's on radio. Podcasts oh yeah, he's been that. doing CBS Four Sunday nights with Mike Cunio. I almost fell off my couch. <laughs> uh, Solano, you think there's a chance you might be overexposed at a young age? You guys hiring over at Bally Moeller? <laughs> Oh, man, yeah, check. put him between the benches. You'll do that a couple of times. <laughs> oh, he drive, he drive Mola crazy. What? Uh, uh, so what happened Tuesday night? So if, uh, we were talking with Plagans. This bad loss Saturday to Buffalo. All of a sudden, they go into Tampa. Yeah. I mean, look like world beaters. Uh, I I didn't give them a chance in hell leading up to that night. I was especially with no Barkov and no Bennett. You know, you're like this. This just doesn't add up. And they handled their business. So how do how do you? How do you go, like, yeah. how do you do that all season well, long? Well, I'll be honest with you. My expectations were that they were going to go in and and uh, the Panthers and, and work hard, but they would have to play an absolute perfect game, and Bobrovsky would have to have 55 saves and all that kind of And really, they didn't, and they just executed, and all lines were, were really in sync, and the defense were, were really up with the play, and that and they were working together. And then the other thing, too, I, th- I think uh, Tampa, they just, after the Panthers got up 3 nothing, they got frustrated, and then they, they just kind of unraveled in that. But that's great to see, and like you mentioned, especially without their two top centermen in Barkoff and Bennett, um, but good on them, and I'm I'm really happy for uh, you know Etu Loisterin and and uh, Anton Lundell and Eric Stahl and that and even Colin White and that the, the centermen that have had the had to uh, go onto the ice uh, now for the last few games they played exceptionally well and uh, that, I mean that's a positive it, it makes it exciting now can they follow up with that because we're hearing uh, that Barkoff and Bennett are probably not going to play again tonight. Um, we're hoping that they're back Saturday against Pittsburgh. Um, can they do it again? 
And that's a challenge, and that's why we watch pro sports, and and that's why we're fans of the Panthers and fans of hockey. Because and they and they just the just to to tie all that up in the NHL now, no no lead is safe, and anybody can beat anybody on a on a given night, and it's been proven night after night after night, and um, that's what I think makes it exciting. And hopefully, the Panthers have the same recipe tonight against uh, Nashville. Uh, it will be disappointing if they drop this game. Nashville's missing a couple of their key players. They traded away a couple uh, the, here at the trade deadline, a couple of their key players and that. So, um, But you never know. You, you just never know. It's all about execution. We'll see if the Panthers can do it tonight. And, Molly, you say uh, recipe, which last segment you were sitting here, you heard us talking about the Heat and their identity. What is the Panthers' identity now, and can they consistently keep that going now that they only have 20 games left and heading to the playoffs? Well, yeah, yeah, I think their identity is still playing at a high level of speed and and attack mode, and, and you know they're 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 second in the league in defenseman goals, they're fourth in the league in defenseman points. So why I'm saying that is their defense is a big part of their offense, and with Montour and Ekblad and Forsling, and, and they're all coming and helping out and following up the play and keeping the play alive and driving towards the net is another option, whatever. I mean that's a big uh, identity. It was last year when they when they won the President's Trophy and, and scored the gazillion goals. That hasn't changed. I think I, I think the Panthers right now they're they're trying to to uh, get a a good balance of defense and and offense, and then keep, without sacrificing each and that's difficult to do. And I, and you know they've 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 struggled in stretches this season of that you know maybe concentrating too much on defense and then maybe too much on offense and that they got to find the balance. The big thing for me and I I, I I make myself nauseous saying it because I say it so often in that it is a special teams league. If you are good on penalty killing and you're good on the power play, you're going to win 95% of the games. It's that simple. The the, 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 st- the statistics break it down that way. If you're two for four on the power play and four for four in the penalty killing, you won the game 95% of the time. Wow. And the Panthers have struggled. Um, they've gone, you know, they've, they've only have a couple of uh, power play goals over the last – couple of a handful of games and their penalty killing has improved and that was one of the reasons they won in Tampa because they they killed off four out of five that was a big reason but it, it it's a it's a special team league it's a skill league and so many games that we watch or what we're part of with the Panthers is the skilled players will dictate how the game is going to develop and ultimately end through their skill, and how, what better way that your skill comes out is on the special teams like power play. And that's where the Panthers, they've, they, these, these last 21 games, they, they have to really be strong on their special teams. They can do it. They've got all the personnel to do it. That is going to be the key for me for them to, to uh, really stay in this playoff race and hopefully get a, get a wild card spot. And, and Mo, this is the second year now. I remember talking about the power play, the special teams. Yep. Uh, and they're, I don't say I haven't figured it out yet, but on the power plays, is it the guys? Is it schematics? Because we have some talented scores. Uh, you know, you, you, you look at the Panthers lead the league in average shots per game. 
And a lot of those shots are obviously when they're on the power play. So they're getting quality chances. Uh, I, I think it's just a part of execution. There's been so many times in games where it's early in the game they get a power play, it's 0-0 or 1-1 or they're down by one or up by one or what, and they get a power play. And if they would score on that power play, man advantage, it would just change the whole dynamic of the game. Now they're up 2 nothing, or now they've taken a one nothing lead and you, you can play differently when you have the lead. And that's gone by the wayside, and and that's been a little bit frustrating. And I, I and that and you know the 27th in the league in a 32 team league in penalty killing, you have to be in the top third in special teams in order to have. And the Panthers were that way last year. So what do you what do they have to do over the next 20 games? There's 20 games left starting tonight. 15 and six. 15 and six. I think so. I think so. The 15 and six, and you take a look at the schedule. And the Panthers have a lot of home games, and they got a lot of games against teams that are below them that are that uh, that have really over the last week, couple weeks, have unloaded to restock and get draft picks. So um, this Nashville team here tonight, no disrespect to them because they beat the Panthers what seven four or seven three uh, a week and a half ago. Um, they're missing three or four of their players that were that were played the last time they met. So the Panthers should take care of business. And this one here, Pittsburgh, is going to be an unbelievable game. And they are scratching and crawling uh, uh, for a playoff spot as well. So that's, that should be a lot of fun. But this play should be exciting on Saturday Yeah, it will. It will. It will. And that. But I, I'm, I'm bullish. I, I've said it. And that, and you know, when you tell people, "Oh boy, you got to go fifteen and six. Oh my goodness, the Panthers. If you break it down, if they if they have three games during the week, during a week, they got to win two of them. If they have four games during the week, which they've got a few of those coming up, most of them or whatever, they got to win three out of four. And it's it's that simple. So when you it's it's a cliche and it's overused and that, but the Panthers are in a playoffs right now. They know that every game is that important, and that's why it was disappointing losing that game against Buffalo. But Buffalo was on a high. They've got some good young players, whatever, and just like the Panthers took it to them in the two meetings in Buffalo, Buffalo came down, and they really played well, and the Panthers, uh, they got exposed a little bit in that game. So getting getting Duclair back is a nice help. Yep. And then... Barkov and Bennett, so you say they'll probably be out tonight and maybe be back on Saturday? That's what we're hearing, that they won't be in the lineup tonight, um, and that, and, and they're hoping that they'll be in on Saturday. So then you're at full strength then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty well. And then, you know, I mean, and Ser- Sergei Bobrovsky, the way the schedule, the Panthers only have two back-to-back uh, instant games. They only got two of them for the rest of the schedule. So if they rest Bobrovsky – um, and that properly, and that which they will, and, and that he he took the day off yesterday, had a little bit of a morning skate this morning or whatever, just to get loosened up or whatever. They should be able to ride Bobrovsky for the majority of the games, and um, and he has played well. Bobrovsky has given the Panthers uh, 15 out of the last 17 games that he has played. He's given them an opportunity to win, and that's all you can ask for your uh, for your goaltender. And Moeller, don't make fun of me. You know I'm not the I'm not Mario Lemieux when it comes to hockey. <laughs> why does no. the, Why does the goalie need so much rest? He moves two feet left and right all game. Well, when you got forty five shots coming at you and you got to be They're coming a hundred miles an hour, and, uh, but, yeah. But yeah. like, but I know you move your arm and stuff. Well, you it's, just it's difficult, you, but I don't know if it's exhausting. You think he just stands there? He, and it leans on the back of the uh, – Then you just hire Badlands Booker and uh, you just try to get a big guy in there. He kind of does stand there. He uh, <laughs> Goaltending is not the backup field goal kicker. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
They're very like, important. It's one of the hardest positions in all of sports, and you're making it it's, sound like you put an oaf there and just stand there. Yeah, like, he, like he's a backup long Literally, snapper. I, I listened to a podcast about the e-bug, which is the emergency backup goaltender. Yeah. And part of this podcast was the position is so difficult that you have to have, I don't know if you the the e-bug, so they have at every stadium a guy who can fill in at goaltender if the two goalies who are on the roster. On each, uh, each on, side. On each, so there's a guy in the arena at every game, and if two of the goaltenders go down for one of the teams, that guy goes and plays goalie for that team. Could be either team. And they were saying the position of goaltender is so difficult that that's why you need an e-bug. You have professional hockey players. How many on a, are, are active on a roster on a given night? 20. They cannot play goalie. They literally, like in, in football, the two quarterbacks go down, there's an emergency quarterback, but it's a guy who plays a position. Yeah, wide receiver. Right? Kicker goes down. Someone's going to try to kick. The goaltending position is so difficult. Correct me, yeah. you played the yeah. game. Yeah. Is so difficult that professional hockey players say, "I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. I, I haven't done it. I cannot do it." Yeah, and and the, and the play is so fast, and and they they have to be able to be so mobile and the go side to side and come out and back up and hug the post and 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 that uh, that yeah, it's a specialized position. I mean, if you had to fill in one night and play goalie when you were playing in the NHL, how many goals would you give? Oh. Up? I mean, would you make a save? Probably not. Yeah. I'd be more scared than anything. <laughs> keep it low, guys. Just keep it low. <laughs> Why don't they put on two gloves? I would want to wear two gloves. They, they wear two stick. gloves. It's just a stick glove. What is this, a hockey one-on-one we're doing here with this guy? <laughs> I just They need all this rest. They don't move. They no, that's uh, and the thing is, if you watch Sergey Bobrovsky, well, and, and most goaltenders, and that they've got their routines on off days and they're off ice. And then when they get on the ice and their warm-ups and what the shots that they're looking at and how they do their angles and they work with the goaltending coaches and then practice is over, morning skates are over, they're back in and they do more stretching and that. it's a You think that they're sitting here uh, eating all this candy that you got on the <laughs> table or whatever. That. That's not the case. That's not the case. They, was a- they, 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 they really work hard. I've got such, a, such an admiration for for um, goaltenders because uh, they're under the microscope all There the was time. a goaltender yeah. who scored a goal the other night. Yeah, Allmark. Yeah, for Boston. That was great, man. Yeah, Place yeah it, hasn't been, it hasn't been done in a while or whatever. And now, yeah, what a phenomenal season. Yeah, it was had. wild. From yeah, all yeah. the way on the other side? Yeah, the it was an empty netter, oh, and right. he got it, and he just yeah. he flung it down there. It, I, I think I'd read that it's happened like eight times in NHL history yeah. Yeah. that a goalie has scored a goal. Like, it wow. doesn't happen. Yeah. And he tried it. Yeah, there's the odd time a goaltender will try it or whatever and that. But uh, you, you look kind of foolish if you do Well, if you that's don't. what I'm saying. They, they try it, it, it. It's not to go wide. Like, yeah, if yeah. you're going to do it, you yeah. better put it in yeah, the you gotta have a lot. you got to have a lot of confidence in that. So, yeah, I know the Panthers, they got all the confidence in Sergey Bobrovsky and, and that. And he'll be in net again here. And then he probably – you know, on Saturday and that and carry the load. And he has played, I think he's played really well and, and given the Panthers an opportunity to win. And that's all you can ask for. Tonight is a Star Wars night here at the arena. Yeah. Are you a Star Wars guy, Moeller? N- not really. I saw the first one and then I kind of just waned after that. And after it was four and five and then all that other already. stuff and that. I uh, Yeah, but I, it's fun. And it's I, a great I just, I love... 
the way people get into it. Oh my God, it's crazy. they're just they're just so passionate about. It. That's what I like to see in that. So, oh yeah, there'll be some funny pictures and some funny funny uh, videos and that. So if you're if you're watching the game. Uh, I'm sure coming back from from uh, breaks and intermissions and everything yep. like that, they'll be shooting all the uh, all the different characters and that. Where were we? We were just uh, uh, in Tampa, in Tampa on uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, on Tuesday, and they they had their Star Wars night, and it was pretty funny. There yeah, was they some do, funny uh, stuff. There was some funny stuff. They do a good Star Wars night here. There's a yes. they play all the music. I was uh, and then they got the beer fest on uh, Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah, that will be fun too. Saturday that sells out all the time. Wall to wall, yeah, it is. It's incredible. the uh, Pucks and Pints Beer Fest, and it's presented by our friends at Funky Buddha. Yeah, who we love so much. In fact, I have one of the uh, Funky Buddha little beer mugs right here. Oh, the one you go around and you taste yeah, this. Oh, and you that's get all cool. the different beers. So the uh, general admission ticket includes unlimited sampling, unlimited. Mm. Sampling from participating breweries, Mr. and Unlimited. then uh, fans. <laughs> Unlimited uh, fans can purchase a general admission ticket, and that includes upper end zone ticket, access to the beer garden from two thirty till four thirty, the uh, pucks and pints sampling mug there that I just showed you, and then unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Sampling from 2.30 till 4.30, and all the proceeds benefit the Florida Panthers Foundation. So yeah, and that thanks Saturday. to Funky Buddha. They've been they're great partners in that, yep. and, and it's been really part, uh, popular ever since yeah. uh, they started it a, few, a number of years ago, uh, five, six, seven years ago. It's been really good. Watch Moeller tonight, Bally Sports Florida. Have a great broadcast. Thank you, as always, for joining us. All right. And uh, keep reading up on that Hockey 101. <laughs> what happened whatever. here? Moeller, and, uh, what especially happened here? Skip, skip forward to the goaltending position. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be easier if they didn't play it on ice, if they just played it on uh, a parquet floor? Yeah, why, why, do goaltenders, I mean, why do goaltenders have to wear skates? They don't skate around. They I mean, just wear rubber we boots. What are doing here? Some spiked shoes, a little quicker laterally. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the shop where you shop for mountain climbing, yeah. like the whatever you call it. Now we're having a conversation. Now Moeller's pissed. <laughs> now Moeller just left. He's pissed. <laughs> He's done with you. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. All right. Uh, I'll start with Chuck here. Chuck in Miami Gardens. What they do? What they do? That's for uh, you, Crowder. Hawk and Crowder. Hi, we're back live at FLA Live Arena. Will Manso is here from Local 10, and uh, I just launched into my Duncan Robinson spiel for the five-minute commercial break. I mean, the moment we were done, I ran over to Will. I just (laughs) rapid-fire Duncan Robinson takes. And then before he could respond, I'm like, oh, I got to go back and do a segment. See you, Will. <laughs> you get old Will's nerves. <laughs> and you find joy in it. Yeah, I do. Oh, I couldn't. When I saw him walk up here, I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to tell him my Duncan Robinson you, takes. You you walk away smiling. I look at him. He's frustrated. And I'm like, I don't. how did this conversation just go? What? I'm uh, I'm entrenched. I'm in on my take, and I don't think it's the worst take in the world, to be quite honest. Not well, the worst take in the world. It's, it's, we we were talking before Moeller joined us because I, I was talking about this with Will. In all honesty, um, before Moeller joined us, you were saying, "Is it coaching?" Mm-hmm. Then you know, "Is it coaching?" And I was saying, "It's really not. It's it's roster construct." 
And and I was saying that to Will, and and we were kind of saying you were standing there, you know, you have guys who have a career year, and then you expect them to continue having career years yeah. when they're not really superstars. And so when they don't, you're sitting there looking around and going, okay, when do you start playing? I'll use Duncan Robinson. Mm-hmm. Like the Duncan Robinson that we signed for this big giant contract. And he's like, mm, that was a pretty special year. This is Duncan Robinson. Yes. But- and the same thing with Gabe Vincent yeah. and Max Struess. And you could go down the entire roster. James Johnson and Hassan Whiteside. And guys yeah. that, and we were talking about it. We praise Deion the Heat. Waiters. Wait, we praise the Heat for finding these guys yep. and making them play above themselves. So why can't Duncan Robinson, with the tutelage of the Heat, play above himself multiple years in a row? Well, I think you're at, it's too much of an ask. Like, isn't it special that they got an unbelievable year out of a guy that most teams – I mean, remember, Max Struess, well, I mean, in Chicago, he, he, like, I mean, I mean did, he, did he sniff the court, Solana? No. Didn't sniff the court? Yeah. And he comes here, and you're like, wow, this is a legit NBA talent, you know. And then, you know, and, and they have their moments, but, you know, the thought that they're going to be above where they really are for a long period of time, that's the flaw with the team, Solana. No, that's the, that's the flaw. They banked on a lot of guys who last year were really solid role players. Not just this year, though, but they've done this before, right? Yeah, I mean they have. They tied I, up a lot of contract capital in guys that haven't been able to perform at the level that they did when they got that but, contract. But but I also think a part of it, right? Like we can look at the Dion Waiters and James Johnson years. A part of it is you know there's cycles of free agency, and they take their swings, they take their hacks, and sometimes, like this year, Kevin Durant, or like in the off season, they took their hack at him. And it just didn't pan out. And I think there's this expectation from Heat fans. Well, you brought Shaq down here, right? And then you went and you got LeBron, you got Bosh, and you kept Wade. The expectation is that they're going to go out every year and land that whale. And at a certain point, I mean, that's just not feasible. It's, it's, not, it's not something that you can expect every single time that there's a big free agent available or a big disgruntled superstar you're not always going to land him. And recently, Pat Riley hasn't been able to land him. Part of it is cap structure. Part of it is that it just doesn't work out with what's currently ongoing around the league and with your own current situation. And what do you do? Do you just tank? Well, the Heat have shown you. They're not going to tank. And guess what? By not tanking, three separate eras over a span of 20 years, they've built title contenders. So it's worked for them, this philosophy. Mm-hmm. Other organizations say, you know what? We're middling team. We're just going to trade everybody and start all over. And the Heat refused to do that. I appreciate uh, you know, that, that, they, that they use that philosophy. And this year, specifically, they were banking on getting back to where they were last year by a bunch of these role players last year who played very well and excelled to take that next step. And they haven't, period. But my thing is, with this whole, and you're right, Solana, and that was well said, you take a guy like Duncan, a rotational player at best, you make him get in conversations with Steph Curry's name attached to it. Right. A year later, he can't touch the court. 
Yeah. Like that that jump to greatness and back down was so fast. Hassan Whiteside the same way. Why does that happen? That if anybody can answer that Spoh question, Spo doesn't I, play them. I know does that he happened but, with Hassan Whiteside. No, he's I mean, not you want to litigate the Hassan Whiteside. Okay, it was like he couldn't do what he was doing the season before because he couldn't get on the court. But, and they changed their philosophy. I can't even block get, shots from the bench. I'll give you that with Hassan. They changed the philosophy, changed what they wanted him to do and asked him to do. With Duncan, Hawk, nobody's taking the three point shot out of the game. Why is Duncan? Why can't Duncan shoot anymore? But, well, but, defense has figured out that <laughs> for, you, you can't just leave him wide open. But they saw that when he was on that run two, three years ago, with he was had Steph Curry numbers. Not you think everyone. the teams didn't know who Duncan Robinson was when he was knocking down seven was, a game? I don't think anyone believed that he was going to keep it up at that pace. But for every player that hasn't panned out for Miami, the Duncans, the Hassans, look at the ones that have panned out. Nobody across the league believed Jimmy Butler could be your best player and you can make a run at the finals oh, right stop it you How, can't put jimmy butler in this conversation that that's not right and, and what about bam out of bio I mean, Bam's many- a great draft pick. That's yes. a different story. That's a good draft pick. That's th- those to me are two di- two different examples. It's not to take though. a Max Struess and have an unbelievable season out of him. To take a Duncan Robinson and have an unbelievable season out of him is not taking Jimmy Butler, who didn't have success in Minnesota or Chicago, and having success. I don't. I, 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 those I, are apples and oranges. Right, but three years ago, the Miami Heat realized that they could build around a Bam Adebayo. And a lot of people probably thought that was silly. There's no way Bam is going to take his game to the level he's at now. I mean, they had that that ability to realize what they had in Bam, and it's worked out for them. So for every well, time, well, I I don't know what that argument. What what are you arguing there that they that their drafting is unbelievable because they traded Precious Achua after no, one year? It's like, not. I, it, it's not. It's not that their drafting is unbelievable. It's that their player development, their growth from within has worked out time well, and time well, again. Yeah, but what happened with Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow? Jo- jo- and- what happened with Josh Richardson? You turned him into Jimmy Butler. Like, th- that's what happened with Josh Richardson. Who you- turned him into Jimmy Butler? You you traded Josh Richardson and a first-round pick for Jimmy Butler. Oh, okay, you, you, fine, but I'm, I'm saying, when you're saying that you molded Bam into something because of your player development, and I'm saying, well, why didn't they develop Precious Achua, and why didn't they develop well, Josh Richardson, Pre- and why didn't they develop Justice Winslow? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, all right, like, it, it was a great hit. It was a great draft pick. Tyler Hero was a great draft pick no. Hawk, as I'm, well. I'm but. just using it as an example as why the Miami Heat sometimes – feel like they can they can replicate what they've replicated with a Bam or with a Tyler with some of these other guys, which is why, you know, they feel hard-pressed to keep them. A Max Struess, a Gabe Vincent in the offseason. And even now, before the trade deadline, let's face it, you're not re-signing Max Struess or Gabe Vincent next season. You just don't have the cap room to do it. doesn't make sense. Why didn't they move on from them? Why wouldn't they have traded a couple second-rounders at the deadline? Because they believe that they can figure this out going into the final stretch of the season. There's one thing to figure out is how to get Duncan Robinson out onto the floor. Oh, All right. Good. 5 o'clock Funky Buddha Happy Hour is coming up. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Is anyone listening to us? Hawk and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 